Welcome to the Lumber Ghost Mysteries, Episode 15, Season 1, the special season finale. In this episode, Lumber Ghost has their very first concert. You made it to the season finale. Although it will be solidly spring before we begin Season 2, a few bonus odds and ends will show up in this feed before then, so stay subscribed. And very soon we will be launching a second feed, a main feed, that will hold all of our one-shots, limited series, as well as other full-season shows. There will be a posting in this feed very soon with more details about that channel. But for now, let's go. relatively small i'm feeling smaller these days because we've done some terrible things but you know what though we have the 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 gig coming up i'm ready to go who's ready to rock hey this is chance the slacker i'm kind of curious about all this blood magic stuff since it really works i'm just wondering what the cost benefit is on learning blood magic and using blood magic Maybe it's easier to just do things the real way. I don't know. I'm thinking about investigating now. Hey, it's CJ. I'm, I'm the young provider. Uh, and, and although I've been spreading my wings and branching out into hooliganism and, 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 and breaking and entering, I, I think those days are probably coming to an end now that we've freed uh, Mr. Lyman from his uh, fleshy recurring prison that slowly degraded over time that's gonna make such a great song maybe maybe i'm not gonna like it maybe i'm just gonna embrace this as a rock persona if we ever decide what kind of band we're gonna be hi i'm kelly the brilliant mathlete and you know what look listen up people if you're gonna cast some kind of ancient blood ritual charm thing read the whole chapter first. I'm just saying. We can make it a song, you know, really get that message out there. I'm Phaedra, the loner weirdo, and I think I'm still glowing even though we're working some magic and uh, crazy stuff is happening. But I really wonder what's behind that door in the tunnel. 
Saturday, April 21st, 1984. The fog lifted on Thursday night. Nothing creepy has happened since then, giving you time to prepare. Miss Malissa has left the final instructions with each of you, and these are them. We have expanded this event. It is now a youth musical showcase. Middle and high school students from across the island are invited to participate. A panel of judges representing island businesses will choose a winner. Bands should arrive at the high school cafeteria at 1 p.m. The showcase begins at 3 p.m. Have two songs prepared and invite your family and friends. Amps, microphones, and a drum set will all be provided. To keep things simple, please do not bring any of these items with you. And now, flashing back to Friday morning at band practice, Lumber Ghost has some planning to do. Okay, guys. I don't know if you heard this, but the whole it's a showcase now that's going to be judged by local businesses. That's what corporate rock smells like. This is how it starts. It's a slippery slope. What are we going to do? How are we going to still be true to ourselves and be corporate rock? Well, I say we just do the two songs that we... Do we have two songs, guys? <laughs> CJ, you were writing a song. I, I was, but and, currently and I'm, I'm preoccupied. Uh, 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 um, I'm tuning uh, Chance's bass. <laughs> because somebody tuned this down to there's only one note across four strings. <laughs> I thought I should all match. That's not a weird idea. But yeah, yeah, I, I wrote a song. Um it might need some words, like most most of them, but yeah, I, I I was working on a song. I've got most of a song. I've got, a, I've got part of a song. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a big difference between most and part, and <laughs> dude, that changed really quick. Well, he played it for us at one of our rehearsals. I did. And, I did, and and it was a really great performance. Oh, you think okay. so? That's what I remember. That's that's what you rolled. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, no, no. There was a lot no, of see, charm just... in that performance. It was very charming. I, whatever you guys want to do is cool with me. I just, I just get my solo in and I'm good. Well, and Kelly has that list of like 20 song titles we came up with. That's right. Do we turn any of those into songs, though, you guys? <laughs> Are we writing a song right now? Ooh, I, no? I'm always Mine's almost dang. done, really. I just didn't yeah. think you guys cared enough to hear it. I, I pretty much finished it. It's, well, let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bust, bust out, man. Which note do I play on the bass? You, you, you start on the second string. That's an A. So far, okay. everything I've written is out of A. Works for Crocus. We could arrive on uh, on those mopeds. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Right? A moped band? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Have wheels, we'll rock. It's it's I'm, this close I'm to in. Judas Priest. It's I know. This close. That's what I'm saying, man. Only it's more like Man of War, only dumber. And with much less horsepower. It's <laughs> well, name me any other band that's going to show up with a ride. That's all I'm saying. Are, but are you guys down to ride them inside? Is that cool? I don't think they'd let us. And also, guys, remember, we're still underage. 
rock and, and roll is not about letting. They don't belong to us. Can we just write the song, guys? Okay. Song, song. You, you know, I have this second idea for a song that's it's called Ace. You know, he is the sixth member he is. of he's, the band. He's, he's our truth when times are times are, are challenging. That's I true. think it would make him really happy. If we wrote a would. song for Ace. Ace. And maybe maybe Ace and my dad would be judging, although they won't let my dad judge, I'm sure. But uh, because be we're a business, did, though, right? could be yeah. from the lumber yard. But yeah. we're getting sidetracked. I was going to ask if, like, Janice, your dad and my dad are judging. Yeah, we, we got go. this in the we, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need our two songs. We're good. Maybe we could just show up with corporate sponsorship already and be like, we don't need your stupid award. All right, can we get back to the song? Okay, though, so the guys? song is called Ace. I love your face, right? How about Lumbermaster? Ooh. Mm. Well, okay. So CJ, what 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 does your song sound like? Um. Well, it's I, I guess um, it. You know, when you when you think about it, it sounds um, well. It's it's kind of aggressive and 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 screamy, and it's about. Um, it's just Motorhead's Ace of Spades. That's all I've written. Um, you know, that's a showstopper. You can't go wrong with that. Maybe uh, we should just do Ace of Spades. We'll we'll do we'll do the, the song that I wrote that I can't remember the name of, and and then we'll do Ace of Spades. It was Fog Child. Child of Fog. It was Child of Fog. Child, Child of Fog. We'll do Child of Fog, and then we do Ace of Spades, and then it's got this symmetry because both of them are three word titles that have of in the middle. Right? Oh, that's yeah. People are going to think wait, wait, a Steven Seagal uh, movie. Fog, F O G, Ace, A C E, Spades, S P A D E S, Child, C H I L D. Oh, man. We're Child's one letter of off from it being perfect. Oh, uh, we're not going to get the numerology. <laughs> oh, the symmetry we is. We can out. spell child with an E at the end. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. There we go. Yes. Oh, it's going to be so foggy and ye oldy concept record. Yeah. <laughs> Can we write ye oldie song first? Well, we have to, oh, right, we right, have right. to tell them. It's spelled childy of fog, but it's we just say child of fog. It's it's very cool. It's you like, don't pronounce with, the E. With it's like umlauts Jeff, right it's over like, the O. Fog, it's like Jethro Tull if they were actually good. That's what it's like. Uh, wait, does someone think Jethro Tull's good? It's more like Iron Maiden than Jethro Tull, though. It's child just of kidding. fog. Yeah. I like Jethro Tull. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Can we do a medley of 99 Loof Balloons and Ace of Spades? We have we been practicing. We that. did practice that one a little bit. Yeah. And Just I've got all the German lyrics. You to play? Well, you know, it's, it's probably better to suck it at several songs than just one. I but mean, we only get a chance to, like to do two. So if one of the songs is like a medley. If we yeah. sneak it in. <laughs> you know what? We, we, we could do 99 Loof Balloons and... Um, you know, when we do Child of Fog, we can we can just dedicate it to Ace. I like it already. <laughs> I'm sure we've already fan practiced. Of that song. Oh, definitely. <laughs> We're really counting on you, Fader, to just put on a just an angry show. If you wanna, if you wanna like pour blood on yourself or something, um, uh, you know, kick the keyboards over. That'd be awesome. Hmm. Show that our our singer's not a. I, I could wear jeans with a patch on the knee. <laughs> That's a start. Just tie a bandana around our knees, isn't that? Like, no, no, let's wait, just let's do go that. crazy. Let's do jeans that have a hole in the knee, but no patch. <gasps> what? That's we're gonna show you bare knee. 
will be scandalous in Victorian England. It'll be That's just my jeans at the end of every day. I was going to (laughs) say, case in point, look at my jeans now. (laughs) So I plug in and launch into Child of Fog. This was a a pretty effective rehearsal. (laughs) Uh, You guys... uh, you guys are actually at the end of the day, at the end of a long day of rocking. You are pretty satisfied with what you've accomplished with these two songs. Yeah. And the next morning, as you uh, have some time alone thinking about the day and thinking about your upcoming performance, I have some questions. Uh, Phaedra, as your Saturday morning, as you're getting ready, what are you most con- concerned about? I am most concerned that we're actually going to be able to play the songs all the way through without stinking really badly. How are you dressing for your show? Well, we talked about the jeans, ripped up jeans a little bit. So I'm going to try and and take a a page out of uh, Cliff's book and and CJ's uh, stories about that rock and roll stuff which I don't really know that much about. And uh, I, I have a pair of jeans with a big hole in the knee, and, and I, like, I, I, picked, I picked the threads so they look messier than, you know, just a hole. So it's like a really messy hole. And I've, <laughs> I've got a sweater, and I tore the sleeves off of, and I fringed the edges a little bit, and I'm going to wear them over a black T-shirt. It's really rock and roll, man. And, and I'm going to, like, put some pink in my hair somehow i like maybe i'll melt a crayon or something i don't know kool-aid i can do it with kool-aid can't i kelly what are you hoping that it goes well in this show definitely hoping that a drumstick doesn't slip out of my hand and nail somebody how are you dressing I listened to everybody, so I have ripped jeans, and I wrote on my knees, but I didn't know to write, so it's smiley faces, and then I also have a bandana. It's teal. CJ, what are you concerned about? What are you, what are you hoping this performance does not do? Uh, I'm, I'm insecure. I'm just hoping that nobody laughs at me. Um, and I mean, really, that's, that's the big deal. I just, I'm hoping nobody's laugh, you know, doesn't, I hope we don't get laughed off the stage. That's what I really don't. That's what's scaring me about this show, is that they're going to think that I'm, I'm a joke, that our band is a joke. And how are you dressing? I talked with uh, Sinead about uh, that Irish punk band. I can't remember the name of the punk band. I can't remember. We, we connected over a band, so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm going to try and dress like one of them because they're a real band, and there's at least somebody who likes them, and uh, maybe she'll get the, the, the reference. You know what I mean? Chance. Are you concerned about anything in this show? My biggest concern is that the amps in the back line won't be tall enough for me to jump off of. My big plan musically is to just play the bass like a drum and just uh, hold my left hand kind of over the strings and then beat on the right ones. I have a lot of success with that. How are you dressing? Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of my mom's records and it seems like (laughs) guys that dress like chicks, uh, get music contracts. So I've got on, uh, I took one of my little sister's t-shirts and just put it and I got a marker and put a big LG on there for lumber ghost. I was going to write the whole words out, but it's really hard to write on t-shirts with a marker 
So I just did LG down like the, you know, the left-hand side of the shirt. And I got a pair of my mom's old pants. So I've got kind of, I'm, 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 I'm unsuccessfully, I think, trying to do uh, an a more androgynous or feminine look. And I will be horribly embarrassed and probably wear my hoodie over the shirt once the show starts is my fear. Cliff, what are you, uh, what are you concerned about here? Uh, honestly, um, I was thinking about it last night when I was making our banner. Uh, I'm a little concerned because my hands are totally stained with shoe polish, so it kind of looks a little weird, but I don't know. Whatever. I'm not really concerned so much as I just want everyone in the band to have a good time. I would like, we've been through so much lately. I just, uh, I'm, I'm stoked that they're, they want to take a chance at this, you know? I, uh, I, I hope I don't end up with a bass player landing on me or get pegged in the back of the head with a flying drumstick or something, but I mean, those are war wounds. It happens. I just want to rock and, uh, Hopefully we come away from this feeling better about everything than we did going in. We'll show these people. And what are you wearing? What I always wear, man, man. Sleeveless uh, master puppet shirt, black jeans, canvas uh, high tops, mismatched, of course. And uh, I, I, like I said, I, I made this lumber ghost banner. Uh, I'm going to wear it like a cape on the way in. Yeah. Are you, did you make it ready to hang on something or is this a, is this a cape? I'm going to throw it over the, the, the drum riser because they said there'd be like gear there. Nice. My last question for you all is besides your instrument, what are you all bringing? Because you all have backpacks and you all, some of you have some things that maybe you shouldn't bring into a school, uh, but maybe you are. I don't know. <laughs> um, I doubt I've yeah. thought about it, honestly. I. I probably just have what i usually have including whatever i've been toting around uh, how about that gun is that coming oh. <laughs> huh. that was that, the whiff i was getting honestly i don't know if where his focus is it's probably on the performance not really whatever's in his satch you know his bag that he throws in the corner every night all right so you're you're packing up getting ready to go getting ready to get a ride over there are you putting things in your backpack yeah because i'm gonna throw some st- stage tape and some other stuff in there and flyers for our upcoming demo let people know uh so that gives me an opportunity to dig through it so yeah i'm gonna exercise some caution and not bring a firearm to school i think that's a good idea smart smart Is anybody bringing anything that they don't normally carry around with them? Are you bringing anything that you might think of as part of this performance? I'm bringing lyrics sheets and and a little folding music stand so I can put it on them. That rocks. <laughs> them on rock. it. Yeah, that. I plan to dip these flyers, these half sheets, in this giant milk gallon sized thing I made up of fake ass blood. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing extra cables, extra microphones, extra mic cables, picks. I'm trying to think of everything that Chance can forget and or ruin. Um, an extra strap. God, he's, <laughs> he's so good.
the message did say you didn't need to bring microphones and please leave them at home. Are you bringing them anyway? They're in my okay. backpack, but yes. Okay. Cable. Just I'm not, in case I'm not they like, try to shut us down. I'm not coming and insisting on using them, but if I come and for some reason there are no microphones or chances misplaced the microphones that were there, I have microphones to back up. Yeah, so Phaedra, you need you definitely need a ride because you're moving your keyboard and your stand. Yes, so I will uh I will ask my uh my housekeeper maybe to to take me cuz lord knows what my parents are up to. So my mom got wind of this when I was raiding her closet and Dave has insisted the whole family go and drive me there. Cool. All right. So you're taken care of. Cool. Yeah. Who wants to ride with me? I'll go. I will. Sure, I will. All yeah. right. My parents are encouraging of my new friend group, so they're going to just meet us there. In the parking lot of the uh, the Martha's Vineyard High School, the only high school for the whole uh, island, all of the middle schools feed into this one. So as you pull in right away, you don't recognize most of the kids you see. They are from the corners of this rock. Uh, by the way, what is the high school's mascot? The salty dog. The uh, yeah, the vineyard dogs. The salty dogs. Um, yeah. So this might be the first time that all of you have been into the cafeteria in the high school, and the doors are open. There are kids from all over the place that you don't recognize, and some that you do, sort of filing in. And as you get there. You can see that the, this high school has one of those big stages that nobody with any performance background designed, but there it is. <laughs> there are those big, heavy, orange, sun-faded curtains pulled off to the side, and there are people running around trying to set up uh, cafeteria tables and chairs. They're not really sure how many people are coming to this thing. There's uh, a couple of tables pushed together up front, and there are some adults Perhaps these are the judges or the business leaders that are kind of fussing about. And uh, you're met at the door by uh, someone who looks like she's probably a high school girl. Uh, Layla, she's got a clipboard. She's got a walkie-talkie and says, uh, since you guys have all run into each other as you've arrived, coincidentally right at the same time. Who are you? Are you a band? We're Lumber Ghost. The band. Okay, Lumber Ghost. I'm sure you've heard of us manically flipping through papers kind of frantic she's kind of sweaty she's kind of dirty it might be under best band on the island no there's that that's not how it's categorized here you are okay yes all right good and she checks you off and says oh you don't need to bring amplifiers we have all the amplifiers you don't have to bring them in here we don't want them to get mixed up because we can't guarantee anything you might you might lose them because we might take them by accident please don't please don't please don't bring them in here can you bring them back in your car yes Part of our, it's part of our logo where I put the banner across the the, the, the cabinet. It's called Stage uh, One Hundred and One. I don't know. I don't mean to, in, you know, encourage that you don't know what you're Cliff, okay. Cliff. Yes. Something that you just said offended her, <laughs> and she puts a fist on her hips and says, "I have been the assistant stage manager for three years in the high school's drama club. I think I know something about stagecraft. Okay." Okay. All right. Now, just put your things over to the side. Hang on to your instruments for now. Put those. Put the 
amplifiers back in the car and just like, just wait, just wait over there. Get, come on, please get out uh, of the way. There are, the are more people coming. There are more. No, can you just move? There are more people. You're blocking the door. Can you please just get out of the doorway? There are people trying to come in. I, uh, I, I usher Cliff away from her as fast as I can. Dude, she's not going to let you use your 412? What is that about? We'll be okay. Uh, well, I know another job I don't want to do. Stage manager? Pass. Lame manager. Or rather, they need you to become the stage manager. <sighs> <sighs> well, I'm not going to be the assistant if it comes to that. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> It does look like the various bands are sort of clumped together, not really interacting with other bands until Miss Malice steps up on stage and says, come on, everyone over here, over here. Layla over there has gotten everyone checked in. And uh, Henry over here is going to coordinate the uh, the times of the sound checks. So just uh, listen to him. And there's a guy, another high school kid over on the side who also looks like he's uh, out of his league. Uh <laughs> Very, uh, very frayed and panic looking. Uh, but we're just, we're just going to rush through all the sound checks. We have plenty of time. We're going to make sure everyone's comfortable. Uh, and that's going to be great. This is going to be so fantastic. Thank you all for coming. We have so many great opportunities for everyone, probably. For, for many of you, there will be great opportunities this summer on the island. So when it is time for your sound check, I would like you all to roll a grit with a target of six to see how confident you are in all of this setup. I got a 12. Yeah, me too. Uh, nine. Yeah, I got four. Okay, so I have a D10, and I rolled a 10, and then I rolled a 10 again, and then I rolled a four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, first of all, this is an amazing drum set. <laughs> <laughs> that has been very well cared for. It is surprising. This this might be like the music teacher's like private jazz drum set that for some reason he's loaning for today. <laughs> oh, he will regret that. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like Phaedra, you've plugged into a really nice sounding amplifier and these PA speakers are giving you some great vocals. CJ, like this is you are you are comfortable in this amplifier. Nice. Uh and Cliff, like this is this is very comfortable for you on this stage. Okay. All right. Chance. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty committed to jumping off of something. For sure. But this is a really nice drum set. <laughs> and it, it goes through your mind that although this would be perfect to jump off of, maybe it wouldn't go so well for the drum set if you did. Some of these amps are also nice, but they're also on rollers. <laughs> so your your whole plan <laughs> on your performance here is maybe maybe you can reconsider. It's hard to reconsider it because this is what you've been thinking about since you formed this band. Yes. Now, it's not that you can't do it. It's that. You're maybe not confident in your whole deal. My whole deal? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. How high is the stage? Like, if I jumped off the front, would I be able to get back on? Yes. Now, you could. It's probably about four feet because it is like a high school cafeteria stage. So you could do it. 
<laughs> it might be if and you know you're thinking about it and you know this cord would probably not pop out of your base if you jumped off onto the floor it's it's got some length to it you think and climbing back up with the base might be tricky but maybe there's a way maybe there's a way around it okay yeah i may i may stick to jumping just normal jumping and running around oh man you guys there's nothing for me to jump off you know, I w- we could probably just go like to the janitor closet. I've got a ring of skeleton keys, and we could score like a, 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 a step ladder or something like that. You guys, really- guys, guys, guys! No, let let's let's not get in trouble. Let, let's just do our songs. What if, what if you jumped really high, like, and put your arms up in the, while you're holding the base? You know what? You, you know what? Go, you can. How many of our practices has he jumped in? Zero. Only the very first time when he was trying to show us why don't you just play the song and i know this is out there and i know this is not what you want play the song like you've been playing it at practice without jumping off anything yeah or and then no and then (laughs) or and then and then we'll build an entire set around you jumping off things once we get booked or that's a pretty good idea. With different things for you to jump off of and on to. Mm. You know, you're trying to sell me on this rock and roll habit trail. I'm thinking right now, <laughs> what if instead I put my skates on? But Brilliant. don't jump. No, you know, just... he's going to roll across the stage you know and what? crash you know into what? that drum set. You with know what his... I trust? I'm... I trust him. No. I trust yeah. him on skates more than I trust him on anything in this earth. There we go. There we go. I, bu- I believe in chance on skates. I believe in chance on skates. I think. Thank you, CJ. And also, has he ever taken the skates off at practice? Not once. Ooh. Not once. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll rock and roll. I I think that it, it's not just that that chance wants to be on skates. I think it's that we need chance to be on skates and not to jump off things not to ju- okay fair i'll th- that's a fair point well stated yeah, his accuracy does go up when he's not jumping around that's true almost up to like every other note <laughs> well i'm in i i like the the skates is great so you guys have finished your sound check and you're debating this uh this uh to jump or not to jump to skate or not to skate thing uh, as other acts are doing their sound checks, and there were a couple of things that you noticed. It looks like there are probably 12 bands that are here today. This is going to be a long show. Uh, you did notice for the very first time that uh, Scott and Jeff are calling themselves The Reflex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everyone roll brains with a target of five. Oh, four. Seventeen. I got a four. Also seventeen. I got a fifteen. All right, so there are a couple of things that um, three of you have noticed. As Scott and Jeff are playing, and there's you as a band, you have a sort of a visceral reaction to this. Chance, you notice that Scott is actually a pretty good bass player. Like, this is kind of surprising. Now... Jeff is just whatever with the guitar, but but Scott might actually know what he's doing there. So that is something that stood out to you. 
Oh man, now I have to jump off something. Do do you point out Scott being a good bass player to me who did not notice? <laughs> <laughs> By chance. <laughs> well, he's pretty he actually plays notes. Well, like everybody that's playing probably seems like a good bass player to me. But if he points out Scott, I spend a few minutes obviously doing mental math about future band situations. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not extremely noticeable, but I'm sure that Cliff and I have looked at each other and looked at Scott and looked at Chance (laughs) all at the same time in unison. I can't do it, though, man. He's got that whole, like, crappy half-mustache he's trying to grow. Uh... And then then I just kind of jerk my head over towards... You know, the fill the not fill that's going on there, the whole <laughs> and he's playing and singing at the same time. Oh, geez. <laughs> Doesn't matter, he's still a tool bag. You know what? Talent or not, he's he let him go enjoy being in a in a Cindy Lauper cover band then hey, fine. Hey, 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 and I'm I'm pulling pulling Cliff over to the side. I am not suggesting anything other than we file information away for future reference. That's it. Fair enough. I mean, that's Lisa's your whole not, MO, isn't it? Well, at least it's not Durganza, man. I would I would cry bitter tears like a girl with a busted up knee I'm if just I saying, saw that he was able to play anything besides... I'm just his, saying, just file it away. Right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna skate, I'll skate over to the two of them. Hey, you guys, like, uh, if we ever or when we record our songs, we should get him to play the bass part but we'll keep my name on it. What do you think? My jaw is just... I was going to say, I, I'm just I probably a am getting a, a, a tear <laughs> like, kind of rolling down the side of my cheek. Like, you're right, buddy. That's probably what we would do. Yeah, Or I could do a blood ritual and become an amazing bass player. You know, if we do that, uh, let's have Kelly read the whole chapter to figure that out. But in the meantime, you've got spirit. And, uh, and I, I, we don't know that that's what uh, Scott has, right? But we know you got spirit. So as as you guys are debating all of these things, another band has come up that uh, has interested Kelly for a number of reasons. Uh, they are announced as being called the Cool Breeze 3 Jazz Quartet. Oh, dang. There's something about that dissonance that doesn't sit right with you. <laughs> uh, this looks like a... Uh, a bunch of jazz musicians from Vineyard Haven. Oh, tools. <laughs> Whatever. The, they look like they are very accomplished high school jazz musicians. So they sound good even though they do not fundamentally understand math. <laughs> <laughs> do they only play in 3-4 time? <clears throat> It, some of it is, is pretty <laughs> complex. I'm just saying, if it's super clever, that's one thing. If it's crappy math, that's another thing. Kelly, this is going to nag at you for a while <laughs> until you get to the bottom of this. <laughs> oh, sometime in the far future, she's going to encounter a fifth third bank, and it's going to ruin her world. <laughs> They're just trying to shake you up with their jazzy, their their Cuban rhythms and stuff. Don't 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 buy into it, dear. We we got four four on our side and power chords. Also, good news. 
nobody likes jazz. Yeah. So don't sweat it. Okay, that's at least a couple of things that are fake. I just, their name is, I don't know, you guys. <laughs> now, Cliff, Henry, who is uh, trying to coordinate these, uh, the bands getting on and off the stage, mm-hmm. is sort of like looking around after the quartet <laughs> leaves the stage. You kind of notice that this stage manager is sort of lost, and you kind of look around, and you notice three people standing by the back door. When the phrase too cool for school first came about, it was probably for these three who have to be seniors. Uh, they're, they look like adults. And when you see them, you instantly recognize them because they are the biggest band on this island. This is the fairy kids. And they are as indie Boston punk as you can get being in high school on Martha's Vineyard. And there's something about the fact that they are here and that they are going to be playing that strikes you almost as unfair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't they already have a gig? Yeah. And you, man, I heard those guys have done pot and sex. And, Put, putting high schoolers up against middle schoolers, that's not fair. Look at their checkerboard shorts, and, and they're, okay, they got the cool vans and whatever, and they have they just have that one guy in the band who dances. He doesn't really play anything. Do we know if the Fairy Kids have any original songs? Yes, they released an album last year. An God. album? God. Yeah. Whoa. And this is crazy. Like, so what you know, Cliff, your ear has been to the ground on this for some time. <clears throat> They've played in Boston. The Boston? The Boston. They have left this island to play shows. There's definitely, like, the drummer who definitely did not do anything with his hair, but it is the most amazing hair that a drummer can have. There's also uh, a girl who, and it's not fair to call her a girl because she is a woman. (laughs) And she has sunglasses on, is not acknowledging anyone bright red lips with a perfectly placed unlit cigarette the final thing you notice cliff is that Henry is on stage trying to wave them up and they're refusing to do a sound check oh dang damn they're that confident they're just gonna get up and rock what would cj do god maybe i should tell him i should probably stop talking to myself i'm tuning my guitar yep he looks so happy doing that, too. It might be his last happy moment on Earth. <laughs> now drop D. And now oh, back wow. to straight tuning. No way! <laughs> uh, our show's going to be more artsy. I'll tell you that right there. Fader's now I'm looking playing great. in Dad Gad. <laughs> oh. and now That's almost a jazz tuning, but all right. All right. <laughs> looks like the sound check is winding up. Oh, w- w- was there someone else supposed to sound check? Pfft, I don't. I don't know. Usually when people leave for Boston, they, they don't come back. Something must what? have went wrong. What do you mean, leave for Boston? Uh, dude, that's the, they're playing here today. The fairy like, kids? That's the fairy look, kids. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. I'm, they, maybe, they did an album. I know. They played in Boston. Well, now they're here to ruin our day, basically. Well, they can't do that. Oh, they seem intent. Can, can they do that? Maybe this is... is it, 
Maybe they're sponsored already or something. You're Kelly, inspire Kelly can they do that? I don't know. There's hold on, and she goes and finds the walks with the assistant stage manager. I need a copy of the rules <laughs> and regulations for this thing. Now, did did you go up to Layla, the girl at the door, or Henry, the guy who's on stage? Uh, let's say Henry, the guy who's on stage. He is very frantically trying to be in control of everything when no one is listening to him. <laughs> so as you as you start to go up to him, you get a sense that you're going to have to roll a charm <laughs> of 10 oh, to get him to calm down. Because <laughs> he is no. not wanting to pay attention to anything except for everything. I look at him for a minute, and then I go and I walk up to Layla. Layla is uh, holding the... Um, the walkie-talkie up to her ear like something is going to come out of it at any moment, and she's up near the judge's table now. So Miss Malissa isn't too far away from her. <gasps> Miss Malissa will have it. Okay, I'll start with Miss Malissa. Miss Malissa! Oh, hello! Hi! Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm isn't this exciting? This is so very exciting. exciting. It's so exciting. I'm so good. This is so exciting. Look at, look at my band. Look at us. We're doing it! I'm really looking forward to to seeing what you can do. I'm yeah. still very surprised that you have joined a band. Oh, my dad was too, and he was pretty glad about it. Speaking of the band and the performing and all this, do you have a copy of the rules and regulations for this uh, shindig? She cocks her head to the side. Oh, we didn't really write anything down. Do you have a question? Is there, is there a scheduling problem? Uh, Kelly just points at the fairy kids <laughs> and says, "How are they allowed to participate in this? This is supposed to showcase the island's youth, music, and they're like big time now. Plus, look at that girl there with a cigarette in her mouth on school grounds. Oh, she, yes, she should. I'll send someone over there. She should not be smoking. I mean, they, they are allowed because they're still high school students, and this is open to middle school and high school students on the island. But I will send... I'm going to send Henry over there to make sure she's not smoking. She shouldn't have that inside. There's a grit pit out in the back where she's allowed to smoke, but not inside the building. Also, have we checked their attendance records? Are they still feasibly high school students? Have they met the minimum number of days? Oh. Sick them, Kelly! Sick you! Are you trying to charm her? Or are you trying to... Uh, how are you trying to manipulate her? Oh, man. I mean, she, I would say that she's trying to, like... I guess brains, because she's trying to rack her 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 little head for anything she can think of that is a rule that sh- she's not allowed to break, or she might be expelled or suspended, and she's throwing that out. out. She's trying to rule book lawyer the hell out <laughs> yeah, this. Yes, she's like, what are wait? What are the rules for mathlete competitions? What would get you kicked out of that? <laughs> Roll me a brains of ten, and then make your argument. I rolled an 11. She is she is open to hearing what you have to say. Okay. My 
concern you see about this let allowing them to participate is can they really do sure they're still enrolled but they should they really be doing these extracurricular activities and be sort of the face of the island's youth if they've not met the basic academic standards for Martha Vineyard High you know the salty dogs <laughs> How about they, like, I mean, come on. They've gone out. They've been in Boston. What did they do in Boston? She may have walked in here with an unlit cigarette, but that doesn't mean they're not all over the place smoking the cigarettes and drinking the boozes. And, you know, not great representation for our islands. Are they even turning in all their homework? It just seems to me if this is about showcasing our island's youth, they're not the best uh, way to go. She has heard the words that you have said (laughs) and looks like she thinks there's something important in there, but is having a hard time articulating it into an actionable (laughs) thought. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I think you raise a good point. And she kind of looks around and lowers her voice a little bit. Here's what I can do. It sounds like you you have some concerns, but maybe not actionable evidence to back up your concerns. Now, here's what I think we can do. Now, I'm going to make sure that um, that she does not bring that cigarette inside anymore, that that's that's ridiculous. And that is against school policy. But here's what we can do. I will factor what you just said into my judging of of today's program. She's one of the judges. I appreciate that you have heard my concerns. So the doors are now opening and letting in friends and family. I was thinking I would roll by uh, a judge and just say, man, that girl makes smoking look so cool. (laughs) I think I'm going to try it. I think you can do that. Maybe you don't recognize most of these people. There's definitely uh, like a guy that's overdressed for this. There's a guy who's... who's, who. uh, That's definitely the guy I'm skating past. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, He heard that and like looks all around and is a... And then you see him go and talk to Miss Malissa. Nice. So as the doors open, about a half an hour goes by before when the doors open and when you guys are, the, the event is scheduled to begin. And it looks like this is a very popular activity for off season on Martha's <laughs> Vineyard. People start coming in and people keep coming in and there are not enough chairs and they are over the fire code for the number of people that are cramming into this cafeteria. To montage a little bit, Kelly, there's a moment where you and Phaedra are standing next to each other, maybe discussing your, your strategy to get the fairy kids eliminated for the competition. <laughs> when Shanae arrives, and she kind of comes in, and she's got her, her hair pulled back in a, in a ponytail, and she kind of looks a little depressed. She's got her backpack over her shoulder. And uh, she looks at you, Kelly. Kind of like gives you a once over. 
is disappointed in something she sees. And then Phaedra looks at you and says, oh, Phaedra, do you have eyeliner with you? Of course I have eyeliner. (laughs) Uh, Here, let me get it out of my backpack. Hang on. There you go. Great. My dad won't let me bring makeup out of the house anymore. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And she runs off. And she comes back a few minutes later. Kelly and Phaedra, you have not seen her with this look before, though CJ and Cliff have. Yeah. She has changed her hair into a full-on mohawk. And she has used all of your eyeliner. <laughs> I think that's a good point, and that is definitely something um, that I will now, take into she changed out and that I will discuss with the judges up here. Pins, uh, and has on her uh, homemade Irish punk band T-shirt with a with a big old shamrock on it. And she hands you back your uh, your completely ruined <laughs> makeup. <laughs> says, that's awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, My you're, dad. You're I don't welcome. know why he doesn't let me wear makeup. I go up and pull the 45 out of my backpack and say, hey, this is that 45 I was telling you about. She is super impressed. This is amazing. This is amazing. I think I've, I've heard of this, but I didn't, I, I know I have to import it from the record store, but this is, a, are you giving this to me? This is, is this my mine dad's, now? Yeah, yeah, listen this to is it. Amazing. Listen to it. Tell me what you think of it. This is, this is amazing. I wouldn't have thought that you would have, that you would have given me something like this. I will. I will absolutely take just care of it cheer and, real and loud keep for it us, safe. Okay, cheer real loud for us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Awesome. Are you playing? You look you great, are, by the way. Oh, you're you look fantastic. Here. I should shut up. I'm about to embarrass myself. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. See, I I wore the. Well, it's not. But you oh, know. Uh, I see yeah. what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Dude. So it's yeah. Me. Stop. Hey, walk away. Um, walk away. Yeah. Okay, I have to have a band meeting now because <laughs> um, stuff. But cool. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see. If, we'll see it from the stage. Uh, okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Awesome. And I. We'll see you we gotta the get stage. the other guys. We gotta get the guys. Uh, Kelly, uh, Phaedra, we gotta get the guys. All right. Yes. Let's, let's go get them. Where are they? So as 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 people are coming in, you do notice that um, Holly and Tommy. Uh, Tommy Isaacs and Holly Renard all are, they both arrive together. God, she's still dreamy. Jenny and Susie show up. They do go right up to Kelly. Jenny says, I've been thinking about this and about how music might be able to improve my math. And so I started reading a little bit about drumming. And I was wondering if you see notes when you close your eyes. Totally. Can you tell me a lot more about that right now? Because it's something I've been wondering about, really, for the last week or so. Hey, uh, maybe she could tell you about that later, because we have to have a band meeting. And I hate to interrupt, but this is, like, super important. I, and I mean that. I mean, like, this like is super, Like, after the show would maybe important. be a good time to talk yeah, about Yeah, absolutely. That. She could totally talk oh. to you after the show about that for, like, hours, I'm sure. Okay, good. Oh, good, good, good. Maybe we'll have a sleepover and talk about it. Oh, my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> That'll be wonderful. That'll be, that'll be fantastic. Okay, thank you. Uh, Bye. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waving at Chance and, uh, and Cliff, trying to get him over. Cliff gets there. Uh, Chance, on your way, you remember Patrick O'Leary from your class. Yeah. Where he comes in with his older brother, Donnie, and Donnie graduated a while ago. When you see them together, you notice that they're both wearing matching trench coats. Nice. And oh, hey. there's something in the back of your mind about hearing something about men walking around in trench coats 
that you can't quite place. You're sort of struck with this idea that maybe there was a side quest there that nobody pursued. So it's probably not that important now. (laughs) But of course, Patrick and his brother Donnie wear matching trench coats. Um, And he sees you. Patrick sees you. He's like, chance. He puts his hand up like to do a big old handshake. Okay. A hand, a handshake or a high five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does one of these, like, pulls his shoulder all the way back and then oh, makes nice. a diving with his hand. Or, and I'll just skate on through it. Hop. Okay. But he, he like, grabs onto you and kind of, like, swings you and you sort of skate in a circle around him for a minute. Romantic. Nice. It's like, this is going to be amazing, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing your band. This is going to be fantastic. Oh, thanks, and, hey, man. All right, all right. And, and hey, Chance, man. Hey, he's walking away. First one's on me. First one's on me every time. First one's First on ones. In your hand <laughs> is a small plastic bag, and inside that plastic bag is a small piece of paper about as big as your pinky fingernail, and on it is a very colorful sailboat. Okay. Do I know what that is? Do you? <laughs> I guess I could roll brain. <laughs> you could, Yeah. <laughs> You could roll a brains of five. No, that was a one. I I, I got a one. I have no idea what this... He gave you this really cool little drawing on a piece of paper. Yeah, it it, it, it reminds me of just like people drawing your name on a grain of rice. Yeah. (laughs) He gave me a little baggy painting of a sailboat. How cute. That's some crappy artwork. It might be a watercolor. I'm not really sure. I'm just going to put it in my pocket because I don't know what it is. And I don't want to be rude. It does look like they're starting to gather people together, so you guys have time to talk. Did Did you see that they're both in trench coats? I, I sort of remember hearing something about. Oh, that's just like Patrick. Like he's so, and look, he's an artist. He, made, he drew this little picture of a sailboat <laughs> and gave it to me in a bag. What is that about? <laughs> So show, are you showing that to us? Because yeah, I I'm bet sure, Cliff yeah. knows I'm, what it is. I, yeah. I don't care if anyone else knows what it is. Cliff knows what that is. Cliff knows what that is. <laughs> Dude, did he just hand that off to you? Yeah, he said he's like, How, the first time is ha- always free. Let me have it. Let me have it. Let me have it. Okay. Boom. No, wait, wait. You love what? art, huh? I, I look at Cliff. I'll explain I look later. at Cliff. I need to say this before you do what you're about to do, because I think I know what you're about to do. All right. They're a good band. They're a good <sighs> band, and I don't want to face them either. But we either win this or we don't win it. But we, if we win it, we win it because we won it. We win it because we beat them. We beat the fairy kids. And if we don't win it, it's because we didn't beat the fairy kids, and we can't just try and get them disqualified because we don't want to, to compete against them. So whatever you're going to do with that, I would suggest that you put in a trash can because I don't want to have to to look at myself in the mirror and think that we won this contest because we were afraid to face the fairy kids. We're better than that. I'm sorry. Why are we throwing away my painting? And if we're not better than them, well, then we need to own if we're not, we need to own up to it, and that's fine, because we're never going to get better than we are if we don't admit where we are actually at. If we're going to keep trying to get the fairy kids kicked out, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Don't, don't leave. We don't have to do that, but what, what the heck does a little boat picture have to do with any of that? All right, fine. I, I, I have to concede. It's, ah, stupid, stupid. 
and I mutter as I go to go find a garbage can and throw away your art. Sorry. It's and I look at I look at Chance and I say, it's drugs. What? <laughs> For real? LSD. It's acid. Oh, that makes so that. much more sense. I was wondering how a little boat picture could get them disqualified. I'm real <laughs> confused over here. Yeah, yeah, me too. Illegal boat pictures? <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that's done. It's now in a. I took it out of the bag and it's floating around the bottom of the, the garbage can in the old Pepsi. So it's done. Yeah, well, good. Done. All right. Let, let's all, like, you know. Okay. Huddle. Get some. Uh, yeah, we, we we need some. Do we have a, Do we know when we're going on? Is there have they posted that yet? It looks like Miss Malissa is getting ready to start. You do know that you're about halfway through the bands. So if if all these bands, about twelve of them, are going to be playing two songs each, plus going on and off the stage, you might have about an hour from when it begins. You know, we could put this time to good use and maybe just go find somewhere quiet to just kind of talk over the songs and whatnot. Really Maybe give quietly our, rehearse. Give it our best, yeah. yeah. I bet there's a, a hallway or something we could go to. That seems like what a band would do. Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> so Miss Malice is getting ready to walk up to the microphone, and you can um, you listen to her. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait for yeah. her to, you know, I'm the kind of guy. I'm, I'm the suck-up who will listen to the adult. Welcome, everyone. We are so excited to have everyone here, all the friends and family of all of these very, very talented local musicians. I am so pleased to uh, introduce a number of our judges to you who probably need no introduction. There is, of course, Wallace Carnegie III, who's the owner of the Chappaquiddick Country Club. Mike Barnes, the owner of Above Ground Records, the record and tape store over in Edgartown. There's this person and that person and this person. And the other one that might be interesting is uh, Elijah Wiesner, who's the owner of the Island Recording Studio over in Vineyard Haven. We're very happy that all of these people are here today. These professionals who are very passionate about local music and youth and our community. And we're just going to have a great time listening to all of these fantastic musical acts. And she goes on for a little bit. And as it wraps up, there goes Henry starting to usher the first band on to the stage. The first band is coming out to play. Everyone roll brains. The target of 15. What? One? Got half. Yeah, I got, got a, a five, one. Five, and I did better than both of them. Added together. Cliff, what did you what 30, did you get? 39. 39. You did not. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so they all like put their heads down and try to like weave through people to get through the crowd on the way out. And a couple things sort of strike you with that roll. <laughs> there are a couple of things that let you notice. Because you're thinking about the performance. And that's on your mind when this this Edgar Town folk trio down in the street comes on uh, and they're there to play their Credence Clearwater covers. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 looking out my back door. And what you notice, the room is totally dead. But they're doing fine. No one is really moving around. Like they're just kind of standing or sitting and their parents that are, and even the kids, maybe the kids aren't used to like coming to the high school to listen to bands and everybody here brought friends and family but nobody looks like they're behaving as though this is fun 
And if you want to get the attention of these judges, perhaps there's something you can do with your next 40 minutes. Uh, so so I'll, I'll take the... When we get out in the hallway, I'll say, you know something? Did you notice that they're just... They're just like they're, they're chained to their chairs. They're not really moving to the music or anything. Maybe it would be cool if we kind of like showed them how. Yeah. I'd rather just get rid of some of this energy now and go dance or something. And I know these songs. Looking out my back. I know this stuff. I was probably conceived to it. Thousand <laughs> years old. I'm sorry. I'm on a ramble. Anyway, what were we? What were we talking about? Making the audience have fun. Are you suggesting we go out there and I don't know, make our faces known by being in the crowd and getting the energy up? That's what I was thinking, like like rodeo clowns, only without the, <laughs> the, the hangover or the B.O. Yeah. No, no. See, my, my dad has this uh, album. It was uh, 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 Kiss Alive. I don't know if you ever listened to Kiss Alive, but there's this whole section in it where he he talks to them about if they believe in rock and roll, then stand up for what they believe in, and there's just nothing but drums playing at the time, and he gets them all to clap, and he tells them all to clap their hands, and it's basically like he's giving them permission to cheer and giving them permission to be enthusiastic about the thing that they like and about the thing that they're watching, and maybe I'm... That's stupid. Nobody wants to do that. I don't know. I heard drums and giving people permission to cheer, and I like both of those things. <laughs> it, 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 it just happens that we are the only band here, inexperienced though we may be, that has a bassist who is exclusively also a percussionist, pretty much more so than a bassist. <laughs> For sure. And if I know, any, if I know anything about uh, the, the nature of, of, of counting to four, it is that I guarantee he can do it, and it'll be through a really loud PA. Why don't we just just make ourselves known out there now? Start smart smiling, do some do some some glad handing, and when it comes time to play our song, we're just gonna basically do like screw the songs, man. We'll just do like a like a we will rock you thing, like you were talking about. We'll just just percussion. We'll just beat on everything we can find. No, Try, no, I'll go well, grab we some tracks. We have the drums start. Uh, Kelly, start the drums, and you'll keep the beat. Uh, what are we? We're starting with the uh, with the Child of Fog, right? So we just uh, start, and we tell them that we're going to do a song that we wrote. The worst. This is a song that uh, no, we start with. We start with ninety nine Luft Balloons. All right, Phaedra, you're going to sing right out of the bat. We're going to start with ninety nine Luft Balloons, and, okay. and Kelly, you're just going to start with the beat, and 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 then we'll tell them that. And and you just um, there, there's a huge flaw oh, in your plan. There's a huge flaw in your plan. Is the part where we play the songs. We're just not that good, and we really haven't had that much. I mean, let's be let's be honest. So, are you saying we're just gonna we're gonna get up on the stage and just rock and beat roll on things? Like, and yeah, that's like all. It's not as important to be good as it is to be to, loud. I agree. To be enthusiastic. I totally agree. To be awesome. Exactly. So you we know just what? Get and since I can't really play anyway, I'll just skate circles around the crowd, clapping over my head. Genius. We can even unplug your bass so it doesn't mess up yeah. the song. Well, you could, you could be up on stage skating back and forth and, and doing that hand thing, like the getting everybody to clap along. Yeah, but I'll you know? start. How about I start in the audience, do a big loop, and like, yeah. And I'll just get That's wild amazing. down there, bring it up onto the stage, plug in, and then just keep clapping my hands on my bass because that's all I can I, do. I like it even more if, if, if Kelly's playing a fierce, like, just, we will rock you type of beat. Dum, dum, da, 
dum, dum, while you're out there skating. Oh, and I can crack be... my skates on the ground. Oh, yeah. And hopefully they'll forget that we are ever going to play a song. <laughs> It'll be the amazing. During, uh, the breakdown of 99 of Blues. Dun, 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 dun. While you guys are plugging in and everything, I'm only going to do one verse anyway. So love it in German and screaming in German. And it's a long freaking song. So yeah, the one verse in German. I love it. And, and when in doubt, just find something to hit. I'm going to grab some of those trash cans back there. I saw them in the backstage area. They're pristine. They're not even dirty. Nice. Turn well, them upside I've got down. my keyboard still. You want me to not play it? Is that what you're saying? Don't no, don't you play, play it. You know, you got to. Okay, I'll do Somebody's got to hold the bass ba, line because chance ba, can. Chances are going to do it. I you got, got that. two okay. hands. Use right. them. I got it. I got it. So you've come up with a plan. <laughs> yes. And the door to the hallway opens. Hey, do we get points for making a plan? <laughs> I, I think it might help you later. <laughs> God, we're going to need it. The door to the hallway opens, and uh, Tommy, Tommy Isaacs, comes hey, through. buddy. He's like, oh, God, it's so quiet back here. This is great. I just, uh, music makes me nervous sometimes. <laughs> what, are you guys, what are you guys doing? You just, uh, uh what are you doing? Is Tommy Isaacs in one of the other bands? No, he's, he's the kid who uh, saved the third graders from the fire. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Tommy. Hey, buddy. Uh, we were just talking uh, not about music. How you been doing? He he is actually kind of apprehensive. As soon as you asked him something about him, mm-hmm. he kind of freezes up a little bit, and his eyes kind of go to each of you. Hey, Tommy. I, I, okay, I, now I'm interested. I haven't <laughs> said this yet, and and I don't know how many people have said this, but they should have. We saw what you did with the third grader. I saw what you did when you saved that third grader, and I just want to say, man, I don't know if anybody else ever tells you this or not. You need to know, you're you're a hero. He is turning red. There's definitely a sense that he does, he is uncomfortable with that. But hey, we don't need to talk about that. You know what I mean? No big deal. No big, we're not going to make a big thing about it. Uh, okay. No, no, good, good. I don't want to join the band. What are you even doing here if you don't like music and you're not in a band, Tommy? No, Holly, Holly said that we should, I don't know. I was talking to Holly and um, she's, I don't know. She said... We should come. Since when are you hanging around Holly Renard? What's that about? I don't know. She just... She's... I don't know. Wow. We don't really hang around, really. She said we should come. She said you should come, and you, and you left her out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, she's... She, I don't know. I, yeah. I got two words for you. Jeff Traganza, you might want to just keep... To go back out there and keep her hand warm or something, dude? I mean, if, if Holly told you to come, you should really... Go hang out with her. She's probably lonely out there. Oh, I yeah. Oh, she might. Okay, I yeah. Maybe she is. Go go keep her company. Hey, buddy, do me a favor. All right, will you do me a favor? I'll tell you what. I will. I will. I will never mention like third grader again if you don't want me to. But uh, when we go out there, what I want you to do, and and I know that this, I just want you to cheer. Like your favorite band in the world has come on. Will you do that for us? Am I supposed to do that? Only when we're on. Your mom said you would. Only when we're on. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hey, that's... No one ever... No one told me to do that. When we're on. Yeah, not anyone else. Yeah, when we we come out, you and Holly, just cheer really loud, okay? Will you please? And clap along. Just... 
you know, I bet I bet it would be you, uh, helpful if you like told the other kids in the class to do that. Maybe too. maybe we will. Hey, nobody's doing anything. Do me a favor, you, 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 you tell Holly for us, and we'll tell some other kids. Okay. Oh, okay. Will you do yeah, that? You can right. tell Holly for us, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell her. All right, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Big help. Big help, brother. Big help. Right. We'll buy you a yeah. shrimp dog or something if we can. Oh, no, I don't like those. All right, well, then okay. I'll eat a shrimp dog for you. Well, I know Cliff will. He'll okay. eat like four or right. five of them <laughs> He'll for eat you. Four or five. Yeah, I've been at it since noon. <laughs> it's no problem. I keep him in my backpack just in case. <laughs> yeah, he sort of turns around and like walks back out i cannot figure that kid out what the hell man well you do know that jenny and Susie are out there yeah that yeah they're gonna cheer uh, for us shanae is out there right, i'll patrick talk to shanae she's a wild card uh, all right chance there's even you talk to now, patrick and donnie uh Susie and jenny kelly you're on Susie jenny patrol uh, i got shanae who else I don't have any friends. Wow, way to bring it down. Holly, but, you know. Hey, weird-ass loner. Who Tommy's the taking right. care of Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ask Ace to cheer for us, all right? It's <laughs> is Ace here? Oh, Ace is totally here. He wanted yes. to hear the band, man. So Jeff is also out there. Not Jeff Draganza. Yeah, Jeff Draganza. You did notice that he wasn't standing with Scott. Scott was uh, standing next to his uh, his sister, his, who's in high school now. Um, Taraji is his sister. That's so a, they're. Um, you know what? That's not really I'll, I'll tell you spirit. what, uh, Cliff. You talk to yes. Sinead, if you're okay with that. Yeah, sure. All right, and I'll talk to Jeff Draganza, so you don't have to. What? Uh, you know, at this point, I, I think I'd rather talk to Jeff Draganza. Nothing against Sinead, man. You guys kind of got a thing going. I got some things to say to Jeff Draganza. So what? You know what? I Please. appreciate it. No, you know what? I, I'm I'm afraid of what you're gonna say <laughs> to Jeff Draganza. Hey guys, guys. Also, we need to start our set with "Hello Martha's Vineyard" because that makes people feel special. You know do what? That's we, do great, we all say it together? That is a Should we do that? Great idea. I don't think yeah. you know. We can't all clap at the same time. But let's time, try. It. Let's so try it. it. Let's just try. It. We're going to practice it real quick here. Why don't we just try Ready? it when we're going to go in the in the room? I don't we're want gonna, anybody to hear. I don't want. We're going to practice it on stage. Okay. No, no, no. I, I don't want anybody to hear it before we go up. I want it to be original. I don't think anybody else will say hello. Martha's okay, fine. Vineyard. You're right. We should probably like tell them they're the best city we've ever played to. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the losers back in ask Boston. Them if they're ready the to night have before. a good time. Right? A good I'll divide them down the middle. Uh, have them All cheer right, against CJ, each other. CJ, you you get to do the talking when we get up there first. You you really? can because this I, is all your idea about asking them if they had a good time and stuff. That that's all I right, think. Just, I just think gonna rip you. off Paul Stanley. That's cool. what I'm saying, man. That's awesome. That that'll work. Okay, so Kelly, you go to Jenny and Susie. Yeah. They are very enthusiastic and they are on board without you having to even ask. Uh, they're super psyched. Yes, they're going to be right at the middle of the stage. They're going to push their way to the front. <laughs> awesome. You guys are rad. Chance, who are you going to talk to? Yeah, I'll talk to my family and my sister and tell her to tell her friends. Yeah. The great thing that comes of that is that she's there with like eight little eight kids her age. Oh, I'm going to tell them to they, scream. Yeah, they are down for that. So you've recruited them. And and matter of fact, uh, Molly, if you guys could just scream all the way through, that would be great, too. <laughs> they are very excited for this and they don't need any bribes 
Phaedra, you do notice that Tommy is not with Holly. Oh. She's sort of like out there. She's sort of sitting down, but she's not with Tommy. I'll go talk to Holly then, because I'll assume that Tommy didn't get brave enough to go talk to her. And uh, and, and I'll ask her to, to ask her friends. And, and I'll also, I'm, I'm going to do that real fast. And then I'm going to go over to where Ace is standing against the wall. He's holding the wall up. And, uh, and I'm just going to yeah, sort of whisper what our little plan is. Hey, we're just going to try and get everybody to, you know, cheer real loud for us and, and like, act like they're having a really good time. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I know, and I knew, I knew he's not going to do it, but, <laughs> but maybe he can, like, you know, get all of his friends who are there, all four of them, to, you know, like, clap for us. Yeah, there are a couple of uh, construction workers that uh, that looks like he forced to come along. <laughs> that guy, that guy who looks like Magnum PI is there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, all his so friends his mustache. When you talk to Holly, she's sort of resigned to the fact that she is here by herself. And when you came up to her, she sort of brightens and looks very happy that someone came up to talk to her. Um, and she sort of looks around and says, "Did Tommy?" Go back to see you guys. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He he said he was here with you. We told him to come back and keep you company. He didn't make it back out. No, no, he's somewhere. Huh. No, I thought. Well, all right. Yeah, he's. I guess. Did he's, he? Did he have something he wanted to tell us or something? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Okay. Cliff, where are you going? I'll go over to the the where they obviously have a boatload of a trophy like a trophy case or something like that that's reflective like a in lieu of a mirror and just practice my like yay my smile my oh that i even i know that looks terrible all right and fun who's in uh all right that's close and i'll just kind of just basically straighten up and march myself into the uh, into the cafeteria and start start smiling because when you're smiling the world smiles with you it's so you're mingling yes <laughs> <laughs> and CJ where where are you going uh, I guess I got the busiest dance card because I'm gonna pop over to Sinead real quick and let her know what the deal is and what it, it'd be really cool if she would cheer really loud when we came out and, and clap along and, and scream along with us and that's cool, but only if like we're good, all right? You know, like, don't blow smoke. Yeah, I would only do it if you're good. So yeah. if you're good, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, that's awesome because you know, because I'm sure that I would, if if we're good, you're the one I'll hear cheering, like the loudest and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm I'm loud. Yeah, I'm really loud. Cause, all right, cool. All right, thanks. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I hope you guys are good because I could. I'm in the mood to yell. God, but I, I hope we don't suck now, cause yeah, cause I want want to hear you <coughs> yell. <coughs> and <laughs> how much more awkward can this get? <laughs> <laughs> I'm much more on solid ground when I walk over to my mortal enemy Jeff Draganza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sees you coming, and his arms are crossed, and you're like obviously walking towards him. Yeah. He looks like he doesn't understand why you're walking towards him. So I get up to him and I say, Hey, Jeff. Clarence. Look, I just wanted you to know that we watched your sound check and 
you guys are all right. And good luck. What do you... What do you mean? I mean, good luck. I hope you do well. I mean, I hope we do well, too, but... I mean, you guys... You're not bad. You trying to psych me out or something? Man, no, I'm not. Huh. But, uh, you know, have a good show. And I just walk away and I go find Scott, who is who I really wanted to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've completely disarmed Jeff. <laughs> Scott is standing next to his sister. She's um, she's in high school. She's got her, like, her black panther leather jacket on she's got like a full-on afro with gold earrings and um red black and green shirt damn i go up to scott and i say look hi he is also confused but not nearly as confused as jeff was (laughs) um his sister seems much more skeptical of you than he does I just wanted to let you know we watched your sound check and and i just told jeff the same thing that you guys are you're not bad. You're pretty good, and I want. I wished. I wished him good luck, and I want you to have a good show. But I, I, I want you to know that you're. You're really good, man. Um, you actually have me, like, worried. You're good. You're good, good, and uh, maybe I've been unfair to you, and, and I'm sorry, but. Uh, go go kick some ass today. He doesn't respond right away. There's something something underneath his expression that's like not settling um and his sister kind of steps forward and sort of pushes him to the side and says look i know who you are i know who all of you guys are you keep treating people this way and things aren't going to end well for for anyone and scott's like no no it's it's so come over here cj let's let me talk to you for a second okay (laughs) which i'm i'm totally okay with because i'm scared shitless of his sister uh, so he pulls you off towards the kitchen where there's nobody leaning against, like, the the hot food line. <laughs> what did I ever do to you? You and Chance have been, have been messing with me for years. And I relay in a heartfelt, stupid way the story about that one gym class. And it was just that one time and how, you know, we're stupid and we hold grudges and... And I built it up into this thing in my mind, but it wasn't a thing. And that Susie, it took my friend Susie pointing out to me that that I was basically villainizing him and and that he's not a villain. And it was just a thing. It was an incident and we're kids. And that it's, it's you know, that I was wrong. She pointed out to me that I was wrong. That was it. Okay? But look... I don't expect you to do anything. I don't expect anything from you. I just want you to know that I watched you play bass, and you're really good, man. You're really good. And there are people here that I'm, you know, I mean, you saw that the fairy kids are here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to win. And who wants to face them, right? No. But the other person I saw on the stage that made me feel that was when I watched you play. So if you beat us, it's because you beat us. And if we beat you, it's because we got lucky. And I know that. And I want you to know that. So have a great show, man. And we may never be great friends or whatever. Hell, we might. I don't know. 
but when you hear somebody cheering loud from the front of the stage for the guy who's playing bass for the reflex, it's going to be me. He just kind of nods. Yeah, okay. Have a good show, man. You too. And then I go uh, walking around to everybody I sold any newspapers to ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And start letting them know that we're going to be up at, you know, like the 13th slot, you know, right at the beginning of the second half. And if they, you know, want to cheer, that would be that would be awesome if they wanted to scream real loud. We're going to try and get everybody real involved. And, and it would be awesome if they would. Yeah. You guys have gotten through to a lot of people in this audience and they are they seem enthusiastic and ready if you can if you can walk the walk oh lord let's say so you guys are seventh and so when number five is on stage maybe that's the the jazz quartet um you're called to the back sorry, that's and you're the, getting uh, ready was- Spring Breeze 3? Is that what that is? Trio. Spring Breeze cool 3. Breeze. Cool Breeze 3. <laughs> cool Breeze cool 3 Quartet. That, yeah. That. <laughs> I can see Kelly's eyes glazing over. <laughs> Don't think about it. So you guys are uh, you're backstage. You're gathering your instruments. When uh, number six goes out. Number six is a high school girl with an acoustic guitar. And she gets out there. She has her long blonde hair. She's wearing a very poofy summer dress. She's barefoot. I'm in. And she says, Hello, Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) (laughs) We wrote that line. (laughs) This is my favorite place in the whole world. (laughs) My name is Autumn Summer. And a whole bunch of high school girls push their way to the front of the stage. (laughs) And she laughs very strategically to the side of the microphone like she didn't mean to. And she says, I hope it's okay, guys. I know I'm only supposed to do two songs, but I just couldn't decide. So I'm going to play three. And she she launches (laughs) into some Carly Simon. (laughs) And everybody loves it, don't they? Oh, they sure do. She sounds uh. a lot like Carly Simon. <laughs> are they going to let her play three songs? That's not fair. Of course they fair. are. They're, they're beguiled by her summer breeziness. Plus, or, or you saw what happened when I asked about regulations. There are yeah. none. There are Clearly, none. we are in the wild. We're in the wild land here. Autumn gets a fantastic reception. Uh, of course, she does. And it is your turn. All right. And you guys get on stage. And I'd like you to tell me which of your attributes you are channeling for this performance. I, I'm going to use cool under pressure. Ooh, dude, put this on and I'll, I'll tie the, uh, the uh, banner thing that I made around his neck. So now he's got a bass and a cape and, and roller skates. Nice. I'm just not phased by all this. I'm going to go out as, as if this is Budokan <laughs> and this is not Martha's Vineyard. There are 40,000 people out there. And I'm going to go out and play a stadium show. And I'm going to start off. When I head out, it's going to be all devil horns and stomping skates before I start clapping. 
and I'm going to lean into a microphone and say, Martha's Vineyard, you will never be the same. (laughs) Who's next? Oh, Kelly is just like, she's channeling brains. She's prepping her. She's amping herself up as though she were amping herself up for a mathlete competition, which basically means she's like coming pocket calculator in her head. (laughs) She's just ready. I'm just... In the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Roll me a brains of seven. Fifteen. Nice. Yes, this is your mathlete stage. You are <laughs> you are here amongst the numbers and you are at home. And who is next? Me, if I'm singing this one. Right, right? We're starting yeah. with Balloon. All right. Uh, Which of your attributes are you channeling? Grit. All right. All right. Tell me all about it as you roll a seven. I target a seven. Made a fourteen, and uh, I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna lay into that. I'm gonna remember all the words. I'm gonna have I have my lyrics sheet with me, and I'm not gonna forget anything. And uh, so I go up to the microphone, and I get ready to sing for when my part comes. Who's next? I'm also channeling grit because I'm terrified of being made fun of. I'm terrified of us looking a laughing stock. Uh, so this is summoning all of my bravery to get up and do what we have to do. And 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 Phaedra told me to do the talking in the microphone. <laughs> Somebody had to. And so I get up and start parroting Paul Stanley to the best of my ability. You know, get trying to get everybody to follow chants and clap their hands along with Kelly's drum beat and make it as awesome as possible as we're gearing up into 99 Luft balloons. Uh, and yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Roll target of seven. That is a 12. Yeah, you feel all right. You feel Feeling all okay. right. Yeah. And maybe it's because you can see all of your classmates that have pushed their way to the front and they're there looking expecting something that you're pretty sure you can give them. (laughs) Cliff, last one on stage. What are you channeling? I could play the odds just crazy and and try my charm, which is one of my lowest skills, but it would be really gratifying if I pulled it off. But I'm not going to use my biggest stat. I could academically think my way through how to, like, Recreate stuff I've seen successful at shows with brains. That would give me a better dice roll. I'm going to use fight or flight, and I'm going to use fight because I'm going to treat this like like Rocky Balboa going to going to to do some damage. Yeah, roll a seven. Target a seven. Uh, it's a plus one. Uh, seventeen. Keep keep them going, CJ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll just be skating back and forth across the stage. <laughs> stand up for what you believe in. Come on, stand up. Da, 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 your da, 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 I, I know that same cheesy kish spiel, man. I'll, I'll get up and give. Do you believe in rock and roll? From the other side of the stage. <laughs> Something amazing happens here because this has been fun, and you've been in the back room of the lumber yard having a good time for a week or so now. But on this stage in front of people, it all feels completely natural. And there is no nervousness. 
And maybe there were mistakes, but you can get to that later, and nobody seemed to notice. About a verse and a half into 99 Luftballoons, the, it looks like almost this entire room is filled with people that are happy and bouncing and having a good time. And around the end of it, Sinead jumps on stage and just does her like thing that will become like a ska dance in a couple of years. <laughs> but she has predicted it. She has. Um, and that kind of sets more people off. <laughs> so this, and it kind of goes by a lot quicker than you thought it would. There's always a sort of apprehension that this is going to drag on because things aren't going to go well. But this goes really well. Before we go into Child of Fog, I say this song is dedicated to our number one fan, Ace. <laughs> and then we do Child of Fog. <laughs> Ace looks very surprised. And the guys around him lose it. <laughs> but not in a mocking way. In like, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> they're talking about Dude. you. <laughs> yeah. And so when you're finally out in the crowd and being congratulated by strangers, it is a very bizarre feeling as the adrenaline starts to come down. The reflex goes after us between me and and I'm totally I wasn't there was no BS in what I said whatsoever. I was on the front. uh, I was all the way up to the stage on the side of the stage that Scott was and I was cheering him on the whole time. I was just totally into it because he's good and I was just making sure that he knew that I was there for him because he was good and I wanted him to know it. Well, he's going to remember that when you guys are in a band together. Maybe. Yeah. And you know what? Holly was with you because she's friends with them and so is Susie and she's up there. Jenny doesn't leave your side, Kelly. (laughs) But Susie does break off and joins the three of you up front unless anyone else wants to go up and cheer for Scott and Jeff. Kelly's in like a great mood. So she's like into it. She's going to go cheer and have a good That's time. That's fantastic. I've relived every swirly they ever gave me. They can rot in hell. I, you know, I tried to pull Cliff up, but there was no pulling Cliff up. Well, I got nobody else to hang out with. So I'm just going to keep hanging out with the people that I've been hanging out with because they'll let me. So I'm going to go up there and cheer <laughs> to Yeah, rock and roll, Phaedra. You're welcome here. <laughs> And uh, and he appreciates that. And not because his uh, sister was going to kick my ass at all. She might. She might still. <laughs> <laughs> and when 
the fairy kids are done. Really, it was kind of an experience that none of you was expecting. When they play, this place explodes. It looks like the vice principal did show up and kept trying to get this uh, the girl bass player to take the cigarette out of her mouth, but she kept strategically turning as though she just didn't hear the instructions the entire time. God, she's good. Making excuses for everything I regret. Dirty pictures are fine now, baby, the next time. And when they're done, it does kind of leave you a little quiet. What you did was fantastic, and it impressed everybody, especially Miss Malissa, who didn't think you guys had it in you. <laughs> Neither did we. It's okay. <laughs> but when Miss Malissa finally gets up on stage, um, she says, well... This has been a fantastic event, and I'm so happy that you all could have joined us. Um, we do have a, an honorable mention here, but um, our second place runner-up is... And she pretends to open up an envelope that doesn't actually have anything in it. The Cool Breeze 3 <laughs> Jazz Quartet. <laughs> Mr. Carnegie would like to speak to you about your availability to play at the Country Club this summer. <laughs> and our winner uh, and this was this is fantastic because we have uh, a number of opportunities available to everyone and who knows maybe more will come your way but certainly we were all in agreement autumn summer has the most potential at almost every venue on the island so let's all Congratulate her on a fantastic performance. There are great things coming her way. Did you see how she sounded? She sounded amazing. She sounded amazing. Sportsmanship, people. We're clapping. Yeah. Yeah. So a few things happen. One of them is a chance as uh, you went to go retrieve your base. Scott stops by and says, I noticed that um, the, the action's a little off on your, your E string there. If you want, I can, I can fix that. It'll make it a lot easier to play. Uh, what's action? So you know how it's like you have to push down really hard? Uh, you shouldn't have to push down that hard. I can, I can make it so it's a lot easier for that string to work. Well, you got me. In a soft spot. I cannot say no to easier. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude, that, that'd be cool. Thank you. 
Cliff, you and CJ are sort of standing by the door when um, the girl from the fairy kids is leaving. And she walks by you guys and stops, sort of turns halfway so she doesn't actually have to look at either of you. But this is like as much acknowledgement as she kind of gives people. You guys wrote that song? Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I did. Yes, he did. She doesn't really respond much. Kind of turns, starts walking away again. And she stops. She turns back and sa- halfway and says, we're going to play like 20 house parties this summer on island. I wonder if you guys should open for us. I don't know. I'll think about it. She turns and walks away. Nothing witty to say. I'm probably just stymied. Uh, Yeah, I'm just... uh, 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 This day turned out all right, man. uh, uh, I am acutely aware of the fact that if I stay here and talk to people, I will ruin whatever goodwill we have just we have managed to accrue so i would like to leave so yeah you should go cliff i've never been more in agreement with you in my life we we need to have like a cast party guys (laughs) you should go yeah so you're so you're still inside the room waiting for these other guys to catch up to you and chance uh it takes a second but a, a guy kind of walks up in your direction and then kind of stops, and it takes a second before you recognize him. This is um, this is Officer Garecki, but he's in his plain clothes. Okay. He says uh, he's got a, a knapsack over his shoulder. He says, "A chance." I was looking, and he kind of notices the rest of you and says, "Oh, actually," he he sort of pats the bag a little bit. And he says, "I think I have something for all of you. Can I can I talk to you guys over here? Just over. We're not leaving the room. Just over here by the kitchen." Is this about autographs? Because I have to go get my pen. He smiles and says, uh, no, no, this is not. Did you find our homework? Yes, yes. <laughs> Kelly, I'm sure what he did was found <laughs> our homework. And he's here to return our papers to us. It only makes sense. I worked really hard on my paper. <laughs> so kind of dumbfoundedly, I guess we I mean, I'm still struck by <laughs> the fairy kids' bases, you know, saying what she said. So I just kind of dumb, dumbly follow. Yeah, it's all downhill from here, man. There's still people milling all about. He looks like he wants to say something without anybody hearing. So he kind of, like, pushes open the door to the kitchen so he can, like, walk inside and kind of, like, waves you guys in. He doesn't want anyone around while he says whatever he's going to say. Cool. Private meeting with a grown up. Love it. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to tell the officer that we've been robbed. Oh, uh, (laughs) let's just hear what he has to say. Okay. Uh, So the back of the, uh, the kitchen is a big empty room. There is a, uh, a window that like looks out on the, the parking lot. You can see everybody out there. So, and they can see, and it's not like, this is not, a secret hidden place where no one can see you. Um, and as he sort of walks you back in there, 
on the other side of the ice machine that you couldn't see from the other side is Officer Miller. And he says to her, here they are. And she looks at the five of you, and you can notice that the back of her head is still bandaged. Mm -hmm. And she says, I know that, I don't know. I, I assume that you thought that if you came forward to say who it was that attacked me, you thought you would get in trouble for whatever you were doing with that car. My priority right now is to find whoever did this and I'm not going to tell anyone what you were doing in whoever's car that was. I know that none of you have a driver's license. I just want to know who it was that attacked me. So I turn in a band meeting and I, <laughs> I, I try and get everybody in a huddle just far enough away. We tell her it was the guys in trench coats and that they deal drugs and that they're carrying them, and that they're in the audience right now. Oh. And it's a win for everyone. I like it. No, man. This is why you can't trust, trust cops. They just make stuff up as they go along. If she was making stuff up, we would be arrested. Honestly, if she wasn't making stuff up, we'd We could be still be arrested, yeah. <laughs> like a lot. We did okay, a lot of things so... we really, really shouldn't have done. Don't you think it's funny, though, that she thinks we're trying to hide something and we have not thought of her <laughs> since we ran away from her. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are the dudes in the trench coats names? Uh, your classmate, Patrick. Patrick and his brother. And his brother, Donnie. Yeah. As you're huddled up, she says, I know you were trying to help. Gil saw you. He was driving down the road. He saw that there are people trying to stop someone. I know that I know. Whoever it was took my gun, and P and there was uh, someone came to the hospital, shot with that gun. This can be confidential, but we need to recover that gun, and I need to know who it was that did that. I cannot lie. It was Mr. Lyman. I think the pressure just got to him. So you break the huddle. Mm -hmm. Cliff starts with Mr. Lyman. He was on drugs. He kept trying to get us to, like, come over to his house. Um, Mr. Lyman, your, your history teacher. He was yeah. on drugs. He got them from uh, uh, Patrick and, Do and Donnie. The, they're in trench coats. They, it's uh, it's uh, little pieces of paper with sailboats on it in plastic baggies. Cliff and CJ roll charm. Fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> She seems skeptical that you're blaming your teacher. Um, target of eight. I got a 10. Oh, wait, it blows up. I got a 12. He's, he's doing such a good job. I'll just let him do the talking. You are starting to lay out this very convincing argument. <laughs> uh, very persuasive position about how your history teacher did this. Yeah. Just go by his creepy house. It's empty. It smells like someone died in there. Chance and Kelly... You're actually kind of distracted from this because you're near the window looking out to the parking lot. And Chance, you just happen to notice that like your mom and Dave and Molly were kind of standing out there maybe waiting for you. Okay. What draws Kelly's attention is that her mom is very quickly walking up to your mom 
and shakes her hand and you can't quite hear what they're talking about but it's something and Kelly's mom seems very excited and Kelly's dad is sort of following behind so CJ uh oh <laughs> exactly what so you're saying your your history teacher you saw your history teacher taking drugs I think he was on drugs. I think he was on drugs, and it was influenced by uh, uh, Patrick and and Donnie, and uh, and I think I'm pretty sure I saw in his car there were uh, 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 little uh, paper, uh, little little pieces of paper with sailboats on them in plastic baggies, and I think that's what made his uh, made him do what he did. Both of these police officers are um, they mo- they have shifted their posture when you say that and kind of look at each other. And they are very invested in this story that you're telling them. <laughs> I'm um, such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and outside in the parking lot, Chance, it's sort of hard to tell exactly when you realize this. But what you see is a guy in sort of a, a, a cut-off flannel run at Dave and hit him in the back of the head. And Dave goes down hard. And then this guy, who you're pretty sure is your dad. Yeah. Kicks him and grabs Molly's hand to pull her. Both Miller and Gorecki snap their head to the window and just run the hell out. Like, they're going outside. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely following that action. I think, Kelly, you might pause for a second. Because you see something that you didn't really expect to see that might uh, have have stunned you as more than other people. It seemed like in a blink, your dad was suddenly in front of Chance's dad. And it wasn't quite a punch, but he did something very fast to Chance's dad's throat, who then drops Molly's hand, and without really understanding what you're seeing is able to knock Chance's father to the ground and do something to him because you don't really have a martial arts background. (laughs) But he has kind of done something to stop Chance's dad from moving. What the... What? Here is our epilogue. The police are doing some kind of a sweep. Chance, they have your father in the back of their car. Patrick and Donnie are in the back of the other police car. They're being held for questioning. And you guys are sort of scattered about a little bit. And that, CJ, is when Tommy actually does walk up to you. And he says, um, Holly, okay, I, I came because Holly... I found this, okay, and he roots around in his pocket. I found this thing, and Holly said, I should give it to you. And he sort of, like, puts his arm straight out, and in it is a little plastic sandwich bag that he sort of, like, shoves at you. Okay. I look at it. Inside the bag is a bracelet that you recognize because you made it and gave it to your mom. 
And on it is a little bead that says CJ, one with a heart, and then it follows with some that say mom. Yeah. And you know that she was wearing this the last time you saw her. Where where did she get this? It's in um you know, I, I camp, I go camping, uh it's in state forest and um it's kind of off the paths and sort of like I don't know. If you go if you go take the Oak Bluffs entrance and then you go to the third um path, then you go down there a ways and then there's this tree and if you go past the tree there's a bush that looks like there's a path next to it but it's not really a path but it looks like it you know where i mean <laughs> no um well that's that's it was back in there sometimes i camp in there and i found it uh this week because there was no school and i just was hiking i'm gonna need you to take me where you found this yeah okay okay yeah Kelly, when you got home and finally had some time to really try to read through Blood Charms of the New England Celts, it took a while because the writing felt really circular and it made your brain feel strange in trying to put these ideas together. And it took a while before you figured out that you could wrap your brain around it and actually learn some of the things that were in here. But you think that it's going to take so much time, you might have to spend less time on your schoolwork to really understand what is in this book. What do you think? If there's anything I've learned over the past longest, longest week of my life... (laughs) Is that there are bigger things out there than school, and I need to dedicate myself to learning this book. But not before I try to make it independent study somehow. I'm going to still try to get a grade out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff, you've packed up your guitar, and you are milling about in the parking lot waiting for a ride home when you run into a guy that you barely recognize looking at him. But of course, this is the one and only Shy Pete. Dude, you, you're not supposed to be this close to a school campus. You know this. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I was feeling really bad about those books I was supposed to give you that, I, that got oh. all wet on the boat. Okay, man. I found this thing. I, was, uh, I know you like the weird monsters and stuff. You got me there, buddy. Yeah, so I fished this thing up out near the the submarine i thought you might like it and he hands you something kind of heavy wrapped in an old yellow t-shirt you know wait till you get home you don't need to worry about it here pete how did you get here buddy you you're not driving no i heard you on the cb talking about this concert so uh did you see us yeah did you did you you get to yeah yeah all right then Hey man, good, th- good work, man. Good hey, work. Hey, thank you. Uh, <laughs> good talk. Uh, you know what? Tell you what, I'm out of here. Actually, you want to go uh, grab a, a crab dog? It's on my way home. No, I. You know, I'm uh, not supposed to be this close to kids. So. Oh yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, man. That's school property. I got it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. And when you get home, 
and you unwrap this this bundle what he has here what he has found is an old axe head it looks like there's no handle here <laughs> uh-huh. but it looks like something that he pulled up out of the ocean and it looks like uh so it's about three fists tall so it's like a it's decent size it's good weight forever how long it was in the water it didn't really rust okay. and as you kind of like wipe it down on the side of it you notice a pretty f- familiar rune okay of five circles yep. top and bottom left and right one in the middle and maybe to know more, you'll have to build a handle. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. These things can be magnets for everything we've been through. So when I get home, I will lock it in the uh, trailer where the where the mopeds are, and then I'm going to sleep the sleep of ages. Phaedra, mm-hmm. Ella drove you here, but it was actually your mom who stayed to watch the show because Ella had to get back and start cooking dinner. So you have some time as your mom's driving you home. Uh, And during that, she happens to mention how much she's been enjoying the yoga class. And she kind of lets that go. When you get home, the kitchen is dark and the stove is cold and Ella is not there. So your mom starts to loudly complain about having to find her own dinner. And you have some time to go to your room. And when you are there... There is a a moment where you feel as though maybe there's a a presence or something else in the room with you. All right. So I'm going to start by looking around all the way around and under the bed and in the closet, out the window. It takes a few minutes, but you're pretty sure that there's something sort of hanging in the middle of the air in your room that is very slowly beginning to start to shimmer. What do I feel from it? Like the fog babies were not scary and dangerous feeling. So it's the same kind of thing. Am I thinking it's a fog baby? Yeah, there is something very familiar about this. But I'm not sure if you think it's a fog baby. Well, I know that I am connected to the water spirit, So maybe it's just another elemental. So you stay? Am I getting uh, vibes of of malicious intent here or not? No. Okay. Um, After all the stuff we've been through, yeah, I'm going to stay. I'm going to just sit down on the bed and say, look, just tell me what you can tell me however you can, please. It takes another minute or two before this thing forms into something something clear. This thing looks very much like Holly. And she smiles and mouths something like she's speaking, but you can't hear words. Uh, how good am I at, at lip reading? I'm not sure how good you are. But it takes a second before you realize astrally projecting. And I can see her projection. That's pretty interesting. Okay. 
and she kind of she smiles like she's very happy that she's finally figured out how to get you to see her and then she sort of shrugs and she fades away so i'm going to give her a few minutes assuming she's going back into her body and then i'm going to uh call her on the telephone are the telephones working yet yeah they are (laughs) all right i'm gonna call her on the telephone and she says i've been trying to find a time to tell you and i think that i think that the same thing that happened to me happened to you right i think so i didn't remember for a long time but I've been working on this and how to how to leave my body. And I think maybe we could learn more about it if we work together. Okay. I'm up with that. Chance, it took a long time for you to actually get home. And this is maybe the most tired that you have been in a long time. And there's still a lot of processing to do and a lot of figuring things out. But that's not for today. Just right now is just sleep. Right. As you open the door to your garage, your bedroom in the garage, it's strange how chilly it is, actually, when you first get in there. Okay. But then you notice that the door to the backyard is a little bit open. You look around, and sitting on your bed very comfortably is the lady you know as Miss Crenshaw. (laughs) And she says, I think there's been a misunderstanding and you and I have some things to talk about. Is that so? I don't know if I gave you the wrong impression, Uh, but I'm, I'm not into you. She laughs. I knew you were the one to talk to. You guys did really well. I really enjoyed your concert. And I'm sorry about what happened to your father. Thank you. But I, ha- I may have some, some news for you, some things that may help. Oh, okay. The first thing that I'm going to ask is that you believe that I'm not here to hurt you and that you just listen to what I have to say. Uh, I'm not going to get too close to her. Yeah, she looks she looks comfortable. She's not she is not threatening in any way. Other than having broken into your Other, bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than being a grown woman sitting on my bed. Yeah. Very threatening for an, an eighth grade boy. Okay. If you have a chair, this is kind of a long story. Uh, I well, I got a tire. Hold on, let me roll this tire over. And she's amused. Okay, I straddle uh, the car tire that was in the corner of the garage. Well, it started a long time ago. This is Calling every kid in the sound of my voice It's our time Calling every kid
It's not impossible to explain Why all my friends are strange Happy season finale, everybody! The Lumber Ghost Mysteries features Jason Adair as Chance, Mars Homeworld as Cliff, Mikey Mason as CJ, Mary Stack as Kelly, Kirsten Vaughn as Phaedra, and I am Jonah Knight. Kids on Bikes was written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski. It's co-published by Hunter's Entertainment and Renegade Game Studios. Learn more about the game at renegadegamestudios.com. Original art for the Lumber Ghost Mysteries by Mikey Mason. Additional art courtesy of Hunter's Entertainment. Our theme song was written by Jonah Knight and Mars Homeworld. Additional music was composed by Mars Homeworld. And extra songs for the soundtrack on this season finale. The Cool Breeze 3 Jazz Quartet song was written by Hiroki97, and I found it on freesound.org. Autumn Summer song I found on YouTube by Patty Noah. The Fairy Kids song, Sister Smile, was written by Martha's Vineyard's own Cahoots. And of course, Child of Fog, written by Mikey Mason. Many sound effects for the series were found at freesound.org. The Lumber Ghost Mysteries is produced by actualstorypodcasting.com. Learn more at actualstorypodcasting.com.